the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show for hour two. Oh my! Uh huh. I'm in a mood. I gotta tell y'all, people who've known me a long time, especially people who've known me since I was a kid, would tell you I'm scrappy. <laughs> y'all probably already figured that out, right? <laughs> I've never been one to back down in a fight or in a battle. I don't go around picking fights with people. I'm not confrontational, but if you punch me, I'm gonna punch back. And the number one word that I think that's been most often used to describe me is relentless. And that's how we have to be if we're going to save this country. That's how we have to be. We have to be relentless in our pursuit for the truth and our, our pursuit of the restoration of the United States. Because what's going on right now is not the United States of America. This is literally third world country crap going on. And it's been going on for a really long time. And instead of dealing with it, we've had the Mitch McConnell's partnering up. I mean, Mitch McConnell's getting his teeth kicked in by the Democrats and he's acting surprised by it. Quote, hence the word acting. I don't believe for a second that Mitch McConnell is really upset about the Inflation uh, Expansion and Tax Act that's about to be signed by the House. And And the establishment of the Republican Party has just as much reason to want to keep Trump and MAGA out of D.C. as the Democrats do. 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. You want to know? I'm going to, uh, I'm going to play a clip for y'all. You can either call in and weigh in on the lovely, amazing Olivia Newton-John because we want, to, we want to keep my blood pressure from getting too high. If you want to weigh in on that, 888-344-1170, what she went for America. I mean, because it's kind of like two dueling stories of, of, of American icons, right? Olivia Newton-John, everything, everything. I mean, think about the... And she was born in Britain and was raised in Australia, but there's something about her and her work that was so America. It was just so America. And I think because Greece was set in the 50s and just everything about it was just so amazing. 888-344-1170. Or if you also want to weigh in on this Trump raid, I want to play for you guys. And and, and do you see it the way that, that we see it here? That this is, it's either a first strike in the Civil War, or we've been at Civil War for a while, and maybe some people are finally waking up when they see the extent of which uh, this weaponized government will go against American citizens. I want to play this clip from Trump at CPAC, because when you hear him, you under when you hear this clip, you understand as he summarizes everything that's going on with the Democrat Party. And and what's happening in our country today, why they got it, why they got to take him down. Skins, please play clip one. Now inflation is the highest in 40 years. Economists are talking about five, six, seven, and even $8 a gallon gasoline. Supply chains are crumbling. 
Store shelves are empty. Millions of illegal aliens are rushing our borders. Murders are setting records in our cities. The streets of our Democrat-run cities are drenched in blood. A radical left zealot has been nominated to the Supreme Court of the United States. Mm -hmm. China is threatening Taiwan. Russia is decimating Ukraine. Iran is on the cusp of a nuclear bomb. We ended the worst and most dangerous deal I've ever seen, and now they want to go back to the Iran nuclear deal. America and our great military has been humiliated in its surrender from Afghanistan, and that's what it was. It was a surrender for no reason whatsoever. We wanted to get out, but we had to get out with strength and with dignity. And a major war in Europe may very well erupt. That's how they start. Exactly what's happening today, this is how they start. Joe Biden has turned calm into chaos, competence into incompetence, stability into anarchy, and security into catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Dead on. Absolutely dead on. I think the only thing I think the only thing he left out there was was about the culture war. I think he could have uh, and I didn't really hear the entire speech. So it's possible he mentioned it in another point. If you guys watch the speech or if you got anything you want to share about that, 888-344-1170. I think the only thing he might have added in there is how they're targeting children for destruction in this country by pushing their transgenderism and recruitment of transgenderism on children. I think he could have mentioned that. Um, but it's possible he mentioned it at another time in his speech. And he's so amazing. I want to play this other clip for you guys because it's 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 a contrast and it shows it, Trump at his best. There's a video going around. In fact, in fact I, I posted it on my socials today. I got it from Tim Young Runs His Mouth, which is just, he's just, he's a comedian. And so his Twitter feed, his Instagram is just absolutely amazing. Um, but uh, Biden and Dr. Jill were going to view the floods in Kentucky. And he gets out of Air Force Two. Is that what they call the the helicopter versus Air Force One? So he gets out and he's literally can't get his jacket on and he's he's so f- feeble, so frail. And he's just and, and Dr. Jill, Dr. Jill Bigot has to come up and help him get his jacket on. And it's just, you know, you compare that. There's no way this man is, is in any way making any decisions or doing anything for our government. And, and when you see that, you know, he should have absolutely no access to anything related to, to power, let alone the nuclear codes. Right. Compare that to what you just heard from Trump. And then here's also Trump's amazing, glorious sense of humor as he welcomes uh, his former doctor at the White House to CPAC. Skins, please play clip nine. Ronnie Jackson, my doctor. <laughs> Ronnie. Where's Ronnie? Where's Ronnie? Oh. He was the White House doctor. He was a great doctor. You know, he was an admiral, a doctor, and now he's a congressman. I said, which is the best if you had your choice? And he sort of indicated doctor because he loved looking at my body. It was so strong and powerful. But he said, I'm the healthiest president that's ever lived. I was the healthiest. I, I said, I like this guy. I don't know who the hell he is at the time. I said, but I like 
He's just so charismatic. And, you know, I mean, he had to have known that. I don't know if he knew that this raid was going to happen, but you look at his at how fit he is, how vigorous he is and just his his just he's larger than life. He has not. He's the only president in my lifetime who didn't age a day. I mean, even W. W was only like 50 years old. He wasn't a whole lot older than Obama. I think he, I think Trump looks and sounds the same. He looks and sounds exactly the same. Barack Obama, I believe, was what, 44 when he took the presidency. W was um, W was 50, I believe. And both of them just look like they aged 20 years before the end of their first term. Not so for Donald J. Trump. And what he experienced and what he went through was, n- I mean, there was uh, nothing he, as as horrible as the left was towards George W. Bush, it was nothing. Nothing compared to, um, it was nothing compared to what Donald Trump has gone gone through. Because it's, it's, it's not even just about criticism, because Donald Trump, I don't think he cares about criticism. It's been about a weaponized, it's been about a weaponized government against him. A couple weeks ago, A couple weeks ago, uh, we had asked you guys what we had actually suggested. We've been going back and forth as to whether or not uh, we thought they would actually do what they're doing right now, which is, you know, go after Trump, raid him, indict him. Um, there was all these the, there was all this talk about, you know, Hunter Biden, there were indictments coming for Hunter Di- Biden. And we were going back and forth about li- really is the is the Democrat DOJ going to actually go after Hunter Biden? And I put forth a theory. I put forth a theory that they would go. They would indict Hunter Biden. Because they had to try to convince the American people that they were even handed that when they say that nobody's too big to jail and that nobody's above the law, here's how they're going to justify it. They're going to they're going to indict Trump. This is what I predicted. And I said they would indict Hunter Biden, but it would be on some small time petty crap. I want you to listen to Brian Stelter on uh, CNN. Skins, please play clip eight. What about Hunter? Hunter under federal investigation. Charges could be coming at any time. This is not just a right-wing media story. This is a real problem mm-hmm. for the Bidens. Mm-hmm. Could he decide not to run for re-election, given his son? Look, they make, they make decisions as a family, and um, they will make that decision uh, when it's time. But do you, like you, said, to, do you think they've talked about it yet? No. They're, the president's doing his job. He's doing his work. He's not f- focused on that. It's 19 months. <laughs> Why would he be doing that? Um, okay, so you're saying it's, uh, the press is getting ahead of... Way ahead, way ahead. Look, there's more work to do. Uh, it's been 19 months, and, um, you know, he, te- he intends to run, like you said. Hmm. <laughs> no, they, Biden ain't doing any work. The work that's going on right now is the Democrats trying to take down both Trump and Joe Biden because they don't want... They, it, they think that whether or not he gets actually indicted, whether or not he actually gets prosecuted or whatever ends up happening, they just want to hamstring him enough to where Mike Pence... where th- This is what they're thinking, that Mike Pence is going to be the rhino to, to get the nomination and that he will get bowled over by Gavin Newsom or whoever they think th- that they can replace Joe Biden.
Biden with as the nominee. That's the play that's going on here. And they're going to go to Joe Biden and say, look, you know, you step away and we'll slap Hunter Biden with something minimal, kind of like Sussman got, you know, you know, six months of, you know, probation and, you know, a $5,000 fine or something. And that's that's what the long term play is. They're thinking that by doing this, they're going to get rid of both Trump and Biden. Before I take a break, I'm going to quickly go to the phones. Monica from Oceanside's on the line and she wants to weigh in and share her thoughts on the passing of the beautiful, talented Olivia Newton-John. Hey, Monica. Hi, AK. I'm sad. You know, know. I just love Olivia Newton-John and she has been such a, she's just been such a classy person. Mm -hmm. She's just conducted her life in such a classy way. And I was just thinking about going and sitting in a movie theater in Indianapolis, Indiana, with some friends and watching the movie Grease mm. and just being so charmed. Yeah. So charmed by her. And and she just remained such an icon. My my own daughter um, dressed up with her boyfriend one year when she was in college as Sandy and Danny. Mm. And it's just everybody, you know, it just it's just a remarkable career mm-hmm. and icon and yeah. I'm just sad that we've lost her at 73 it's just doesn't seem possible she's forever young and forever sandy in my mind oh that's so. that's so true and you're right and I think a lot of people are hit hard by this and it's interesting because I thought about it today like why because yes I mean you know that was one of I, I think if from an American standpoint filmmaking that's got to be one you know of the top I don't know ranking movies you know just in terms of uh, it's success and it's withstanding the, you know, this amount of time as being such a great movie and the music and every, you know, it cro- all generations love it. And, you know, I, I think it's just, it, I think there are many people too are, are having a reaction today, Monica. You can tell me if I'm overthinking this, but almost as though there's an era of our, our country that's dying off as we lose people like Olivia Newton-John, a time in our country where we made movies like that, a time in our country where, you know, um, it was simpler times and we didn't have all this wokeness. And, you right. know, it was, you know, what was Greece about? The boys and the girls. And it was just it, and it was set in the 50s. So it had to do with America cult, American culture and. So I think it's I think the loss tonight is not just because she was just a beautiful woman inside and out, obviously, never a scandal about her. The only scandal involving her was the boyfriend that jumped off a fishing boat and went missing. Um, Never. Mm -hmm. No, nobody in Hollywood ever had a bad thing to say about her. And she was so talented. What do you think about the my thoughts about, you know, being, you know, also sad that it seems as though she was a part of our Hollywood entertainment time period? In our rearview mirror. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the nastiest thing in the movie was, uh, oh, she had a cigarette and she stomped it out. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. and it's like, no, and it, it was just, uh, it was. And I was sitting here thinking that I remember right around the same time going to the gas station and that was when the gas had hit 75 cents a gallon. Wow. I mean, that just seems like so long ago. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was a fun time. It was a, it was a, we didn't, have the stresses then mm-hmm. in our culture that we have now and you know it was just part of you know it's just part of our fun history and when entertainment really was entertaining yes so 
Well, thank yeah, you, so. thank you for calling yeah. in and weighing on in on uh, the loss of Olivia Newton-John. Just a beautiful woman, a beautiful soul. So, what's your favorite All song, right. real quick? What's your favorite song? Oh, you're the one that I want. Oh, okay. <laughs> Her and Travolta. Uh, okay, so, uh, but I like let's get physical. But but yeah, I mean, but but going back to Sandy, I mean that whole mm-hmm. you know cute number that they did together so yeah and you know what even a lot of people made fun of xanadu and all that look if if the only thing she contributed to our society was greece which she did much more than that that alone would be enough and little trivia tip about me when i went down to club med in cancun they i actually (laughs) i actually performed I played Sandy and some other vacationer there played Danny Zuko and we actually performed oh. that whole number and it was a really big time. <laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> Those who know me well know that I can't sing a lick. So it was a, it, it actually was quite entertaining for the audience. <laughs> Monica, thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. All right. Bye bye. Bye now. That was you know what? I'm, I haven't seen that movie in a couple of years now. I think I got to watch it tonight and just enjoy it. Um, I know there's one other movie that you enjoy as much as many people enjoy Grease. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later because we do have some Hollywood news. Because let me tell you all something. I was talking to and then I'm going to get back to um, some some continued breaking news and what's happening with this Trump raid. I was talking to um, Monica about Olivia Newton-John and I was saying some people are sad today because they see the passing of Olivia Newton-John as... um, Kind of the passing is kind of like the old guard, old Hollywood in which we made just fun movies like that where there wasn't woke shoved down our face because, you know, the left took over our entire media industry from movies and TV and commercials and you name it. Um, There's actually I may be wrong with that because there's actually a battle going on in Hollywood right now and where the woke is kind of upset that the non woke is having more success than the woke. And so we've got some stories to share with you guys about that, as well as the fact an update on the Anne Heche story. And I want to know where the left is and why they're not calling for common sense car control. So we've got that information to give to you guys. So Kevin McCarthy has issued a statement. One of the things I've been wondering is what is the Republican Party going to be doing to push back against this? And I want to know from you guys if you think that this statement from Kevin McCarthy tonight is enough. So, Skins, listen to this and tell me what you think. He says, I've seen enough. The Department of Justice has reached an intolerable state of weaponized politicization. When Republicans take back the House, we will conduct immediate oversight of this department, follow the facts, and leave no stone unturned. Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. Strong enough? It's not for me. No, because again, he's he's putting it in in into context that they can't do anything until the elections and we don't even know how those are going to turn out well and not only that but promises of investigations i mean we had trey gowdy we've heard those promises before oh yeah i lost some facebook friends because i you know criticized trey gowdy oh trey gowdy's great did you hear how he took on hillary clinton i'm like stop listening to these stupid sound bites Where's the actual accountability? Trey Gowdy actually negotiated with Hillary Clinton going into the midterms to only have two hearings on Benghazi, Benghazi specifically because he didn't want the hearings to affect the midterm elections. Let that sink in for a moment. He didn't want Benghazi to affect the midterm elections. This woman ignored 400 requests for security and left Americans for dead 
and he didn't want these hearings. He negotiated with Democrats behind the scenes. This is the game that's being played on us. I don't want to hear about investigations. I want them to come out and say, Christopher Ray, you get your ASS back into D.C. Because we need some hearings. In fact, I've seen enough. So the four years of the Trump presidency in which the FBI and the DOJ lied to FISA and manipulated and presented, you know, falsehoods to, to the FISA courts. That wasn't enough for you. Wasn't enough for you that Christopher Ray is sitting on a laptop and he's done nothing. He's done nothing about it. And that the assistant. Uh, who was it that was before Congress and, and being questioned and said he didn't even know where their laptop was recently? See, this is the problem with the Republican. We're here because they don't do anything. They don't do anything and they don't do anything. And then the problem grows and grows and grows. And then they promise investigations. I was going to say they're all bark and no bite, but they're really not even all that much bark. No, 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 any bark. He's not even bothering to call out that this is the entire Democrat Party being weaponized to try to destroy this country. And that it's not even just about Trump. And that they've never once, as I said in the last hour, ever had any evidence that this man has ever done a crime. Nothing. So, no, that's not good enough. Kurt Schlichter, friend of the show, he says any prosecution of Trump is illegitimate. Assume anything they say is a lie. Any evidence they offer is fake. And any proceeding, a Stalinist show trial. That is what needs to be said by the Republican Party. Representative Anthony Sabatini says it's time for us in, in the Florida legislature to call an emergency legislative session and amend our laws regarding federal agencies. Sever all ties with the DOJ immediately. Any FBI agent conducting law enforcement functions out Outside the purview of our state should be arrested upon sight. That's how you respond to this. I'm tired of it. Let me see if there's any from anybody else that's uh, we might see you. I think you saw. Yeah, our good uh, friend um, Congressman Biggs has pretty much called the entire administration of the authoritarian state. Let's see what he had to say here. The only thing missing from the unprecedented FBI raid at President Trump's home is Muammar Gaddafi's sunglasses and cap on Joe Biden. Boom! Yep. Let's see what Marsha Blackburn had to say. Because these are supposedly... Bill and Hillary Clinton took $28,000 worth, fur- worth of furnishings from the White House. Obama violated the Presidential Record- Records Act. Why did the FBI not raid their houses? This is a political witch hunt to take down President Trump. Not that great. I mean, there's more she could have gone with against Hillary than the $28,000 she stole. What do you guys think? 888-344-1170. We need to be reacting with the level of anger that is appropriate in this situation. This should not be happening in the United States of America. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We are going to talk. I've got some information to share with you guys on the inflation expansion and tax inflation and tax expansion act stay tuned
<laughs> and something tells me that's not exactly your jam music. Uh, she's not one of my favorites, but you can't deny the talent. I definitely enjoy her whenever I have her on. Absolutely. Speaking of talent, let's have a little fun. I was saving this clip. <laughs> I have to lighten my mood a little bit. So the left has been trying to act like Nancy Pelosi's toot in which she went off to uh, poke the bear of the Chinese Communist Party with no strategic uh, reason for the United States of America. Well, not to mention the fact that um, we don't have a military that can stand up to China. We can't afford, you know, these same people about to spend trillions of dollars on this inflation expansion, inflation and tax expansion act under the guise of green energy are fully okay with her flitting all around the world spewing carbon gas. And we even had some conservatives actually support this mission and actually talk about her as though she's some kind of great humanitarian who's had had a long history of pushing back against China. And I'm scratching my head. I'm sitting in there actually Wednesday morning uh, waiting for my Newsmax panel when this guy who's been on the show and I'm not even going to give his name. Uh, who was running for office here in California. A great guy starts talking about, look, I've got a lot of problems with Nancy Pelosi, but she's she's great when it comes to China. And I'm sitting in there thinking, have you forgotten about the fact that she had a Chinese spy that was her limousine driver for like 20 years? Are you kidding me? She's so great on China? But maybe it's because she does have a long history of a connection with China, going back to her childhood. Skins, please play clip seven. All right, here's another one for you. This is Nancy Pelosi again on Friday, but this time in Tokyo. When I was a little girl, I was told at the beach if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a con- connection there. <laughs> Get him out of here! <laughs> I immediately thought, my sister and I used to love to do the jitterbug. Who remembers the jitterbug dance? Remember the jitterbug? Every every wedding, every event, sister and I would go out and jitterbug, right? And one of the things that we used to do after we would lock arms and do all these moves, then we would clap and we would jump back and we would do dig to China, dig to China, dig to China. You know the the dance move, the dig to China? (laughs) She just needed to add the dig to China dance move from the jitterbug in that speech. I... This is the th- this person. She's third in line to to control the United States of America. <laughs> third in line, talking about her connection to China. Now, her connection to China is through her pocketbook, same as the connection to China uh, with Joe Biden, right? Because the Democrats are all getting fat and happy with um, cooking up deals with the Chinese Communist Party and with China and. <clears throat> It's just really insane. Okay, and, uh, you know, we've had our fun. We've got to get serious about this Inflation ex- Expansion, uh, Inflation and Tax Expansion Act. Um, one of the things I mentioned in hour one, this is kind of news. We've already talked about the fact that, that they're lying to you. They're lying to you that this has, isn't going to raise taxes on people making under $400,000 a year. That's what the 87,000 new IRS agents are for. And just like they're trying to tell you, well, you don't have to worry about the FBI and the DOJ coming for you if you haven't broken any laws. Tell that to the people that like the one guy that got that got seven years who never committed any act of violence and never even went inside the Capitol on January 6th. Right. Same thing. They're trying to tell you now. Well, if you if you've paid your taxes and you haven't done anything wrong, you don't have anything to worry about. Let me tell you. The IRS 
got busted back during the Obama administration. If we had a Republican Party that actually that actually did hold anybody accountable, Lois Lerner would be in jail right now because she actually not only did she use the weight of the IRS to target Tea Party groups and to stop them to slow walk and stop their organizations, which affected the outcome of the midterm elections back in the Obama administration. And uh, I think that was actually in 2010. Um, no, in 2020, they got got the House, and then that's when the I, Lois Lerner and the IRS started targeting Tea Party groups. Um, but also, uh, John McCain was in on that deal, right? Remember that, about how the IRS was going to target these Tea Party groups to not just stop them from, you know, getting getting their organizations off the ground, but John McCain actually wanted them to be ruined financially. And the IRS is the only agency that gets to declare you guilty until proven innocent and seize all of your money and freeze all of your accounts. They have incredible power. And they and they they know that they can come in with these books that are reams of paper thick and tell you, oh, what, you think that you had the right to write off that hammer that you bought at Home Depot? You don't have the right to use that hammer that you bought at Home Depot. I don't care that you use it all day long in your construction job. You still had no right to use it to hang a picture in your house. Right? They know those codes and they know how to beat you over the head with that book in order to squeeze money out of you. But it's even more than just squeezing taxes out of the middle class. It's about striking fear into the middle class. It's about destroying the middle class. That's what, that's what the, everything that's going on in this country is about right now. They've already got the poor people dependent. Now they've got to crush the middle class. That's what it was about during COVID with why you could congregate in a Walmart book, book department in the Walmart, but you couldn't go into a mom and pop bookstore, right? Because they had to they had to keep you locked inside your home and control your movements. And now Amazon's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the, the end game is to, which is what always happens in a communist societies, the elites get richer and the poor people get poor. COVID did more to destroy the middle class. The go, not COVID itself, but the government reaction did more to destroy the middle class than anything in recent times. And had it not been for the Donald J. Trump administration and what he did with our economy, we'd be, we'd be dead right now. We'd absolutely have been dead. And they intend to crush us even further. And on top of it, we know, speaking of getting in bed with the Chinese Communist Party, I said if, I said if, last week I said if, if Nancy Pelosi and the left really cared about, uh, about stopping the Chinese Communist Party, they wouldn't be going to Taiwan to do it. They'd be stopping them here. They wouldn't be letting them buy up all of our farmland. And on top of buying up all of our farmland, there's some detail. I mentioned it briefly last, last hour, but there's something in the Inflation and Tax Expansion Act um, that I want to share with you guys. And it has to do with $20 billion supposedly to support climate smart agricultural practices for farmers. But what it really does is pay farmers $25 an acre up to a thousand acres to not grow crops. At least not grow crops that are edible. They want to grow something called cover crops. And a cover crop is a plant that is used primarily to slow erosion, improve soil health, enhance water availability, smother weeds, help control pests and diseases, increase biodiversity, and bring a host of other benefits to your farm. No, this is about putting a squeeze on our food supply. That's what this is about. 
This is an intentional infliction of destruction and harm and pain and agony on the middle class in this country. This is all by design. We're going to take a break. We come back. I'm going to play with you what's that, uh, you know, um, an, an explanation from the left as to why inflation is racist. Why, why worrying about inflation is white privilege. We're going to share that with you on the other side of the break. Don't go away. More Andrea K. Show coming up. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. They're either trying to lie to you to tell you that this new bill is not the Inflation ex- and Tax Expansion Act, which it is. And now that they, that's what they've tried to do. And now that we've got a poll out that's showing the American people, at least I think it's um, over 60 percent. Don't believe it. They be, they do believe that it's going to increase inflation and their taxes because they're not idiots. And when you put eighty billion dollars in to hire eighty seven thousand IRS agents, they know that that people have to pay more taxes, right? They also know that you don't spend a trillion dollars and don't have the result increase inflation. So then they've had to shift, and now the shift is: if you worry about inflation, you're just suffering from white privilege. That's where they're going next, attempting to shame Americans for worrying about white privilege. I guess not realizing that the people struggling to pay $6 a gallon of gas in San Diego or four fifty dollars a gallon of gas in Baton Rouge or the hardworking Latinas and African-Americans and other minority people who are not exactly making uh, $80,000 a month from a company that their vice president dad got him a deal at. Um, Skins, let's play clip three from MSNBC. One of the things that you said there that, that I really think is important is the fact that, you know, inflation, it's almost a privilege to care about inflation as your number one issue. Um, the same is true of gas prices or even the idea that it's the economy stupid. I always found that analysis lacking because as a black person, I don't want to get killed on the way to my job. So I'm glad I have a job. I'm glad I make a living wage. But if I can't be alive, then what does that other stuff matter? I mean, speak to the idea that some of this stuff is existential in the minds of the Democratic base in a way that it's maybe not for the middle of the country, the so-called middle, or even more conservative-leaning voters. Yeah, listen, if you just lost your house because of a flood in Kentucky, if you just lost your livelihood because it burnt down in a wildfire, if you just lost your life because you are the wrong color and you are pulled over somewhere, uh, inflation doesn't really matter to you or or, or to your loved ones. Uh, There are much broader things going on right now in this country that affects so many demographics that the dollars to cents case that that has been made time and again about, you know, like I said, it's the economy stupid. Uh, There's a blind spot there. And you'll notice that the majority of people who make that statement are, are, are generally white. Wow. I don't know how that's going to sell. I don't know how that could possibly sell to MSNBC uh, uh, audience. I mean, really? three. We have 330 million Americans in this country. I think what, to, uh, you know, um, minority represents minority voters from all different uh, persuasions make up a, a, about half of that to make it rough. So 150 million. So 150 million 
are getting killed on the way to work. So they can't worry about inflation because they're, they're all getting killed on the way to work. So so if you're I guess the message is if you're African-American, how, shame on you for caring about the fact that you can't feed your kids because you've got a be- bigger fear that you're going to get killed on the way to work by being pulled over by a cop. It's insane. That's absolutely insane. The 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 what a gross attempt to manipulate the minds of voters. If your livelihood got destroyed in a fire, have we? I guess that's some kind of lame, stupid, mind-numbingly moronic attempt to at at climate change. I'm not aware of. There's flooding happening in Kentucky. Let me tell you, I, I've I've grown up in areas to where we've had hurricanes my entire life, and you know what? We had we had more hurricanes when I was growing up in the South than we have annually now. It's called weather. This is just it, it's it, it's. It's so bad that it's and, and it's been going on so long, this attempt to gaslight, the attempt to uh, play identity politics and to manipulate the minds of voters that I'm, I've run out of words. I don't think and I think that they know they know that this isn't going to work for them. That's why they got to steal things. This raid, this raid that happened to Trump is about is about trying to control the outcome of, of the elections, not just in 2024 to stop Trump from running. Do you think he should announce tomorrow that he's running in 2024? Say it on air. Tell the listeners what you think. Yes, most definitely yeah. 100%. Yeah. But it's also, yeah, it's also about trying to suppress the vote and trying to distract going into the midterms. Because what Trump said in that clip I played a while back, when he laid out everything that is going from, from calm to catastrophe, the, the Biden administration in 19 months has all but destroyed our, our economy. It's destroyed lives. On I a, also think by Trump announcing, Andrea, if he were to do that tomorrow, it would really force them to play their hand. Okay, I've announced. What are you going to do next? Yeah. I think he should. I think he should hold a press conference tomorrow and announce. I, agree. I think he should hold a press conference. What do you guys think? 888-344-1170. I think he should go to the microphones tomorrow and say, I'm announcing my pre- my run for presidency because you know what? The, let me tell you, America, they're, 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 this isn't even about me. This is about trying to stop you. Because they want their path of destruction over this country is only going to get worse. And we stand, we MAGA, we stand in the middle. It's about either a restoration of America and its greatness as it always was, or it's about communism. And he needs to be honest. It's about communism. The crime wave in the street, the blood in our streets, everything that he laid out in, in um, his, his description. Yeah, he needs to say it. He needs to come out and hit him hard. He needs to call out Christopher Ray. He needs to and say that, you know, um, call him out, call out Merrick Garland. He needs to call out Bill Barr. I think he needs to call out all the weasels, all the OGs from the swamp and how this has been six years of desperately trying to stop the outsider from coming in, the disrupt, disruptor from coming in and trying to restore The people's agenda. I said on the day of Trump's inauguration, I said the most frightening words that came out of his mouth today to the establishment was today is the day I return the government to the people. Because the real battle is between us and them. They wanted to continue to grow and expand the centralized system of power against us, pretend to us that we had a voice, pretend to us we had a voice at the ballot box, pretend that they were going to honor their campaign commitments 
When it's all been about ushering in the new world order, the world economic forum plans, the Klaus von whatever, that ultimately you'll own nothing and be happy. Our farmland will be controlled. Our food supplies will be controlled by the by the global elites. In the few seconds we have left, Andrea, I'll ask you, Okay, he should. Will he? No. I think I, I, I because I think that he's probably he's probably having to you know he probably is in shock he's having to get a lot of legal advice tonight he's probably got some people telling him to hold back and to try to hold him back from his boldness um i think he's probably got to process it i think i think if he announces i think he should i think he really should i think this is the time for him to go back to be 2016 Trump. i agree this is this is time for him to go back to be the trump that when they released that billy bush tape said so so, let's talk about the border. Oh, the Billy Bush tape. So, let's talk about immigration. Let's talk about the economy. That's who he needs to be. I got my Trump fighter here. <laughs> Don't go into government. <laughs> You're fired. That's what he needs to tell the people. <laughs> Love you. Peace out. See you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.